Hey, thanks for listening to the Open Mind Podcast. I'm your co-host, William. Uh, December 13th is the date of this recording, 12 days till Christmas, so it's getting closer. Uh, it is itching towards that uh, that special day where everybody hangs out with their family and gives presents to each other. Uh, make sure you don't forget the actual true purpose and meaning and value of Christmas, um, but also, you know, enjoy the day. It's a fun day to be with others. Um, this is actually the second recording of this well third or fourth actually technically it yeah. was the second take of uh recording this but uh four four or five actually i would say of just trying to get this this episode out it's got to be a reason satan or something i don't know he's not it's gonna reach somebody maybe today that it needs to reach because we have been struggling very hard to um get this properly set up. Uh, so hopefully it'll be worth it. And if you enjoy it, make sure you share it with your friends. We uh, work hard on these podcasts and we try our best to entertain you guys and give you the truth. So if you enjoy it, make sure you share. Uh, I have to apologize for the um, late upload again. It's <laughs> another late upload. <laughs> it's like 9 PM. Uh, but uh, this, I don't know what happened, but, it was all messed up. So hopefully you guys can understand. Um, we are going to be reading Mark chapter two for the third time for me this week. Uh, so I should, <laughs> you, you, I should, you know your stuff on Mark chapter two. I should really understand it. <laughs> I really <laughs> understand it. It takes um, five times. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I am praying and I'm, and I'm, Really hoping that this recording is is not messed up. Uh, otherwise, not even going to happen. Not even going to record uh, this at all. So, if you didn't see the first episode of this, make sure you go check that out. It's important. Or if you uh, saw the second one, or yeah, yeah I saw, the, saw the, the first second, one. Uh, oh my goodness! Probably I, not. I'm um, luckily not. It was it was only out for like five hours today. Yeah, probably not even. It wasn't. I don't even think that it was. It's not out very long, but uh, it was a mess. It was just <laughs> super messed up. So make sure you email us if you have any prayer requests or questions or um, concerns or whatever, or you just want to talk with us. That's uh, it's at the Open Mind Podcast at gmail dot com. I think is what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. All lowercase ed for open the Open Mind Podcast. At gmail.com. All right. right. You can can go ahead if you want, Garner. Start off reading. Mark chapter 2. Jesus heals a paralytic. And when he returned to Capernaum, did I say it right this time? You said it right this time. (laughs) Capernaum or Capernaum? Either or. When he returned to Capernaum, Capernaum, after some days, it was reported that he was at home, and many were gathered together so that there was no more room, not even at the door. And he was preaching the word to them, and they came, bringing to him a paralytic carried by four men. And when they could not get near him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above him, and when they had made an opening, they let down the bed on which the paralytic lay. And when Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, "'Son, your sins are forgiven.'" Now some of the scribes were sitting there 
questioning in their hearts, why does this man speak like that? He is blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? And immediately, Jesus, perceiving in his spirit that they thus questioned within themselves, said to them, Why do you question these things in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven, or to say, Rise up, take your bed, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I say to you, Rise, pick up your bed, and go home. And he rose, and immediately picked up his bed, and went out before them all, so that they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. So, wow, it's almost like I know what to say, because... <laughs> so, uh... Because I forgot. This I know. is the third time I've read it. Actually, fourth. I think it's the fourth time I've read it. Like, in the past week. The record. <laughs> I, I gotta memorize it by now. <laughs> um... You go ahead, sorry. You go ahead with your little yeah, what kind so, of, you know, things you took away from it. In uh, verse 6, he was like, uh, the, 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 the scribes were sitting there, and they were questioning in their hearts, you know, why does he talk like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? And then, you know, I am. And basically, he, he, asked, uh, he asked them, right, I think, yeah, he asked them, why do you question these things in your heart? Would you just say to the paralytic, your sins are forgiven or rise up and take your bed and walk? So the person with the real authority can say, you know, can heal them. And that, you know, that shows like, you know, he, he, he can actually have power. And then person that just says, you know, anybody can say you're forgiven. But so basically he was saying that because he says that, you know, like he was proving himself. He was proving himself much. because could, could yeah. you imagine if somebody said that and then the guy didn't do anything? Like, you know, you you have right. to have some I mean, power. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I, mean, I could go up to you and say your sins are forgiven. That doesn't mean I did it for you. Yeah, because I can't. So it's just kind of like the first time that he's taking that leadership mm-hmm. and role position that. Obviously, these people didn't know he was, but in his eyes, he knew who he was. Um, and mm-hmm. this is kind of him showing, hey, guys, I, you know, I am actually the son of God. After all, I can do this. So, yeah, it's kind of like the first instance of him actually um, sort of almost showing himself to yeah. the world that 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 he can do this and that who he actually is. Um. <clears throat> Uh, I said this last time, but I, I just liked, um, the part where he says Jesus perceiving in his spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just like the, the thought that, um, well, it's a scary and a, and a kind of cool thought that Jesus can perceive, uh, all of, all of our thoughts, even, even, I mean, imagine this now in, in his human form, cause, um, obviously, um, he had limitations, um, mm-hmm. in human form uh, he he could perceive everybody's spirit now, imagine now how much he can kind of and knows about you I'm sure he knows everything you know uh, that there yeah. is um, but so it's kind of a, kind of a cool and like a uh oh scary and <laughs> scary thing to think about yeah and I've always thought like you know like uh, three and one 
Father Spirit, Son. I've always I've always thought like, you know, they kind of play different roles. Like you know, technically, right? Like they have different roles, but you know, yeah, they're three and one. They the the Holy Spirit knows about you the same as Jesus and the same as God, and it's just kind of, you know, it's just all connected. Like we can't understand yeah. it. I can't understand it. Can't explain yeah, it. Yeah, three three persons in one. One, yeah, one divine nature. Yeah. Um. Uh, and that's a kind of an issue, um, that some Christians have. Mm-hmm. I, I know we were going to. I know we were going to do a um, podcast on uh, misconceptions the church has. Um, oh yeah. So not re- not really like what people see the church as, but what the church sees the Bible as. So sort of like a 360 sort of like complete opposite view. What do Christians look at that are just not necessarily the correct way of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is um, oftentimes we perceive the Holy spirit as sort of a motion and a force, but it's actually better if you perceive it as a person rather than a, like the wind almost. Yeah. Um, because, because <laughs> it is like, it, it is like a it's real person. Yeah. Thing being or yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, I always like the, this, the one part later on, I think it's in the gospel of John late in the gospel of John where Jesus goes, I'm going to send my helper before you referring to the Holy spirit. I just I always mm-hmm. thought that was funny. Like, like that, the way he said, I'm sending my helper, my helper. Um, uh, so I always thought that was funny. Anyways, can we off read topic. 13 and then you can pick up on 18 or, or I'll read, I can read 13 because okay. yeah. So <clears throat> Jesus calls Levi. He went out again beside the sea and all the crowd was coming to him and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. And as he reclined at table in his house, we'll get to that in a little bit. um, Many tax collectors. Yeah, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples, for there were many who followed him. And the scribes of the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to the to <clears throat> said to his disciples, "Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners?" And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, "Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. I came not to call the righteous, but sinners." So um, it's actually kind of a blessing that the podcast got sort of. Um, wasn't able to i just wasn't happy with it there's a bunch of issues with it um because satan um, did something <laughs> i don't know if that probably was my fault but anchor but um, satan. yeah no <laughs> no, no, no. Um, don't say that we we'll take the podcast down yeah we love you guys uh thanks for letting us record a podcast um but anyways uh uh i actually didn't know this but but uh levi is actually referring to uh the disciple uh, Matthew. Uh, I actually thought it was James uh, uh, instead of Matthew, but after doing research afterwards, I found out that it was um, Matthew. So, mm-hmm. that's, so if you ever hear Levi, it's, um, it's referring to Matthew. Uh, it's just kind of like a nickname, I guess, or it's the way Mark used to call him. 
but if you actually look ahead into chapter three, it, it, um, or sorry, excuse me, chapter. Okay, I can't find it now. But anyways, it's he's re- later referred to as Matthew and no longer Levi. Okay. And um, oh, here it is. Yeah, I, it's weird. I don't know why that was. It is, but in chapter two, Matthew's referred to as Levi, and then chapter three, he's referred to as Matthew. <laughs> so whenever that name pops up, he know he knows he knows both uh, his names or something. Uh, maybe you know it's a probably nickname or just yep. he was given a name once Middle he was a disciple. Name. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's the same way for like you know Simon Peter. Yeah. You know Simon Peter, the um the main Peter, not um. Yeah, I mean, there's only one Peter, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Not Simon the Zealot. Simon, that's Peter. Right? I I don't I guess they just was going to use Peter. It's probably the same thing here. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. I haven't done enough, enough research on it. But anyways, it doesn't matter. It, the guy is Matthew. That's it's what Matthew. I'm trying to point at. It, Levi okay. is Matthew and Matthew is Levi. Right. It's the same person. I Just, just call him Matthew Levi. You know, don't get mixed up Levi there because, you know, he, when he's referred to as a disciple, you go, you look through the 12 and you're like, wait a second. There's not a guy named wait, Levi. So can, he's the... <laughs> but... <laughs> but um, he's... Yeah, it's, it's, it's Matthew. All right. Um, All right. Oh, yeah, and then we were going to – Next thing, yeah. Verse 15. Verse 15. As he reclined at table. As he reclined at table. In his house. I I read that. When I first read that, I was, like, confused. But thanks to my ESV study Bible, went down to the notes, and says this on verse 15 and 16. To recline at table indicates personal acceptance and cordiality when dining formally in a home. Guests reclined on a couch that stretched uh, around three sides of the room. The host took the central place surrounded by U-shaped series of tables. It goes on and on about details. But, but basically, this is saying that Jesus is in his house, and he's giving the tax collectors and sinners the best seats, right? They're his friends. He's accepting them. They're, you know, they've got the best seats in the house. And so that just shows that he welcomes them. No, no, no. He, he was reclining at the table. No, no, yeah. See, so he says reclining with Jesus. We're, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, he was with, but, but them. he was also, yeah, he was also there. But he, yeah. he welcomed yeah, 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 them yeah. in, you know, into those seats, and he could have just put them somewhere else or something like. Right. Right. You know. Yeah. Yep. So you might read that originally, which both of us did, where it goes. <laughs> he reclined at table, and <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself. There's no way that's proper. That's not proper grammar. That's not how it works. But yeah, it's it's a physical and a um, just a and a metaphorical yeah. uh, reference to what's the word to welcoming hospitality, like hospitality, um, hospitality. Yep, yeah. and uh, an actual where they're they're actually at a and table. And then the Pharisees so. flip out because he's he's got these sinners, you know, in his house eating with yeah, them. Yeah, you know, the Pharisees they're just like. On a day, they're triggered. <laughs> and um, one day atheist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, verse seventeen. I just liked uh, when he says, "I came not to call the righteous, but sinners," um, mm-hmm. because uh, nobody's righteous. So I think I think I think what he was also saying here is that. You know, you you're not righteous as well, Pharisees. You, you're not righteous at all. 
you're no better than these people. So, so sort of kind of calling out their pride and their arrogance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, would you want to read uh, fasting and I'll do the Sabbath, finish up the Sabbath? Sure. Yeah. That sounds good. Right. <clears throat> A question about fasting. Verse 18. Uh, now John's disciples and the Pharisees were fasting, and people came and said to him, "Why did John's Why did John's disciples and the disciples of the Pharisees fast, but your disciples do not fast?" And Jesus said to them, "Can the wedding guests fast while the bridegroom is with them? As long as they have the bridegroom with them, they cannot fast. The days will come when the gr- bridegroom is taken away from them, and then they will fast in that day." No one sews a piece of unshrunk cloth on an old garment. If he does, the patch tears away from it. The new, the new from the old, and a worse tear is made. And no one puts new wine into old wineskins. If he does, the wine will burst the skins, and the wine is destroyed. And so are the skins. But new wine is for fresh wineskins. So pretty much... Just two things I want to say here. One, um, the whole purpose of fasting in those times and in our times is to look towards Jesus. The difference is in the past, you would look towards the the birth of Jesus, and now you look towards the coming of Jesus mm-hmm. and when he's going to reign over the earth. Um, so if he's there and with them, there's not much of a real purpose of fasting because uh, he's there. He's with you in the midst. He's not you like he's go knock you know, on his you're door not waiting on him like, any longer. Right. Up? You're not waiting on him any longer. I mean, I guess you could fast to like, because you can't reach him possibly in that time. Or maybe like, you, you know, if, see you need, if you needed to like spiritually, I, I'm sure it would fine too. Yeah, I guess, but it's not like a, you don't, you, have you don't to need anymore. to fast because yeah, you don't have to time. fast because because um, he's not with you. He's there. So yeah. I think the Pharisees were probably fasting, well, well, out of pride, but but more so potentially because they would be, you know, looking towards the birth of Jesus in their minds. They think he's going to, you know, be a huge king and, you know, conquer the whole entire land and be great powerful instead of, you know, somebody who cleanses sins. Mm-hmm. So they that's that's the reason why it's not really um you know there's just no purpose he's there with them so and then uh you want to go ahead and explain the metaphor of the wine skins and the uh uh yeah the uh, cloth 19 that should uh okay so yeah uh no 21 yeah okay so it's the 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 new uh cloth is called unshrunk that means it's new and it cannot coexist with an old garment and so it's basically saying the the kingdom of god cannot be regarded merely as a patch over the regulations of the traditions and this like it's kind of confusing but basically and then it says, it goes to say, the, the new wine versus old wine skins illustrates the same truth that Jesus brings a new era with new ways. So it's basically saying, he, you know, he's, he's, this is not the Old Testament anymore. This is the New Testament. He's, there's new ways. 
some right. of the old stuff is not relevant, you know, like to follow t- today. It's it's still good and you know, but some of the stuff's not relevant today. That's basically what's saying. Yeah, pretty much. And then yeah. Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath, verse twenty three. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields, and as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. The Pharisees, of course, the Pharisees. Are the Pharisees just, like, following him around, trying to, like, mess with him? Yeah, bit of a, bit of a, um... Stalkers? Bit of a stalker, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And the Pharisees, again, were saying to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? You know, you know how to work. And he says to them, have you ever read what David said? When he was, this is what Jesus said. When he was in need and was hu- hungry, he and those who were with him, how he entered the house of God in the time of Ab- Abathar, the high priest, and ate the bread of the presence, which is which it is not lawful for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. So yeah. He's that saying that you know the Sabbath was not was it was made for man, not man for the Sabbath and you know that that was a day to look to God and and yeah he was just trying to yeah, tell them what. I guess shut them up. I don't know. <laughs> They're just going on. <laughs> kind of, kind of, kind of. Kind of, kind of. Like, yeah. Kind of like, guys, you're, you know, you're, you're trying you to do better things to do, guys. Stump me. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he's, I mean, they're trying to stump him. So what he's saying is, you know, you're fasting man from you guys. Never, <laughs> man is not built for the Sabbath. The Sabbath was built for man. Mm-hmm. You're not controlled by the Sabbath, okay? It's not something you just get wired around to do with the joystick, and there it's moving you. Mm-hmm. No, it was a day to just, it's a day to just go and, uh, you know, like Garner said, look towards God mm-hmm. and just focus on Him and have a day of rest. Um, and I know I said this in the last podcast, but um, like the one that's not uploaded, that people still follow this. But um, what Jesus is literally saying is. Uh, I'm with you now, and the Holy Spirit's going to be with you later. There's no need for this this day of – you don't need this day to focus on me as much anymore because I'm, I'm right in here. your presence now. Yeah, I think that's pretty much what it is. So it's not something um, you need to do anymore, and that's pretty much what he's saying. And obviously, if you're dying of thirst or food during the Sabbath day, you're not going to just go and sit in your house and die. <laughs> you're going to go out and get some food. So I think that's pretty much what he's saying. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I think it was sinful to do anything on this, like to do that, anything on the Sabbath, unless if it was necessary. I don't know Old Testament Sabbath things because like honestly, before I Jesus don't came care or like whatsoever at all. Before. Yes, before the before. Nowadays, it's not even possible to follow the Sabbath at yeah. all. And I think that's the reason why he said, "You guys, you don't need to do this anymore." Yeah, it's cool if you want to if you want to go and and not work 
and and rest today. I think that's what Sundays are for nowadays, even though I'm pretty sure Saturdays are technically the traditional Sabbath day. Mm-hmm. But um, that's cool. I think everybody needs that at least a day yeah. each week to you know rest. Um, I think that's the same thing here to make. I think they did. I think it was made because you don't want people to be working seven days a week and never have rest. It needs to be that day and um, Jewish law where you needed to take that time off so that you could focus on God. But you can't even do that nowadays because your house is run by electricity and there's electricians and people work to make your house and water. And so you, you really can't do that nowadays. Your car was made by somebody you're working on your car. So, so, you know, you're, you're not supposed to work. Yeah, you cannot take the trash out. Everything that you you do. are on the same. <laughs> well, you, you, I mean, everything you, everything you like have, but electricity, water, that's making somebody has somebody has to work. You're making somebody else work, so it's not really possible unless if you go out in the wilderness with your knife, and Bible, your fishing rod, and your Bible, yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's it. That's uh, Mark chapter two. two. Um. I actually think this recording was better than the last one, so that's that's kind of good. Mm-hmm. It was Short it was faster at least than the last one. Yeah, no. Hopefully, I pray. Goodness, please work because our upload schedule has been bad lately. We've been I late mean, uploads, and it's the holiday season. Nine so p.m. Like, uploads. People. Yeah, you know the holiday season has been crazy. You, you know what? You're right. Our views have gone drastically down during the holiday season. Yeah, because people are busy. And, you know. You're busy. Yeah, I'm busy too. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I totally get it. But um, make sure even when you're busyness that you still spend time in the Word, whether that be flipping open while we're reading it as well and following along with our podcast or doing it in private or have that devotional. Mm-hmm. I had a devotional that I started 10 days ago, Garner, if you remember on the Bible yeah. app. Uh, I haven't finished it yet. <laughs> it's a seven-day It's a seven days. I mean, I you're long telling <laughs> Garner, I'm telling you. It is kind of hard. I'm just not a good – I am not a good Bible app guy. I'm just a handheld. I'm just better at holding it in my hands. Yeah. In an actual book. Yeah, book. I, even I usually – And, um, yeah. Like, I like <laughs> – I haven't finished it yet. God, I'm on day three out of ten days. <laughs> I haven't finished it. Uh, you probably remember like the, the paper devotionals ten... or something. I don't know. You know what? You're right. I read the Rick Warren devotional. I did perfectly fine yeah. with that. I've just for some reason, man, I can't I am not a digital Bible guy. I'm just handheld. Mm. Uh, and if you agree with that, uh, give us five stars on the uh, Apple Podcast. And if give you disagree five with that, give us five <laughs> stars on the Apple Podcast. Got them, boys. <sighs> Got that one figured out. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, make sure to share the podcast with your neighbor. So, sorry, sorry again your for the friend. late upload and confusing stuff going on. Your cat. And most importantly, an unbelievable duck. <laughs> but right. we got a pretty cool episode coming this Wednesday yes. that we may or may not have talked yes, about in the yes, past. Yes. I don't even remember, but it's going to be our first feature. Possibly. Either way, I'll type it up. And it's going to be my youth pastor, Ryan. He's going to come on the podcast. He's got a, it'll be a topic study he's been working on. And we're glad that he can make it on here and thankful 
that we don't have to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's, so we're, that's really gr- that's yeah, great. Yeah, we're excited to have him on here. And should be good. It's about the uh, grace of God, I think. Grace right? of God. Yep. Yeah, grace of God. It's a topic that I wanted. To, I've been wanting to do for a while because, and I don't understand it. You know, this, how does he have this much grace? Well, it's, it's insane. Yeah, and and it's just it's just such a tough task. I just never felt like yeah. doing it. It's like I'm, if I'm going to talk about God's grace, I'm going to have to leave out like eighty different <laughs> things, and I just didn't want. I just was like, nah, I just don't want to do it. So, yeah, and um, I think honestly, this Friday. After that Wednesday feature, which will hopefully again praying that everything will work out because it's a bit of a different setup mm-hmm. this time around for something like that. It's going to be like phone calling in and having a phone call on air, and it might sound a little bit different. So I don't know. But um, this Friday, I think, don't quote me, please don't hold me to it. My holiday schedule has been hold to it. very busy. <laughs> Haven't uh, don't hold, hold me to it. it. Don't you dare hold Spam me. Spam our it. email if we do. This Friday. You're held to it too. Hold me to it. Don't even start. You're held. You're held. You're held to it too. I mean, I could do it by myself if we're we busy, are doing but, it, William. But I would. Okay. All right. Well, we're gonna do Bible contradictions part two, part two this this Friday because uh, honestly, that one did really well. Um, I'm joking. No, we're not. We're gonna change it this time. We're not gonna be as Stupid. as as um messing around. Honestly, that was kind of – after we got a ton of views off of that, as in a ton, I mean like 40 or 35 or something, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it did really well. And um, it was really easy because, honestly, um, the contradictions that they bring up are really stupid. So <laughs> they're really easy to just <laughs> knock out. It's not much prep work at all. It took me like 30 minutes to finish five of the ones that they gave and stuff. So look forward to that this Friday. It's going to be an open mind session. It's been a long time a since long we've had time. one of those. And uh, chapter three this Sunday. So, yeah. Yep. It's going to be like 10 p.m. by the time I get this one so, out. So, <laughs> for you late night viewers, remember. I mean, listeners, <laughs> keep an open mind. <laughs>